Well, welcome to what I consider a special edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. We're still on location at the NAM show in Anaheim, California, specifically at the Tascam booth, and uh, thrilled to be joined by Brian Scoggin, who is the drummer for Casting Crowns. Uh, hello, hello. Needs no introduction, in, in my opinion, um, but for those of you who are uh, standing around here listening to us do this live, and of course, um, those of you who will listen to this on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, um, thrilled to have this opportunity, and of course, um, Brian, this is uh, thrilling for you too, not to be on yeah. my show, but to but to be able to come to the NAM show yeah. you were just telling me. Yeah, first time here. Usually we're doing shows, and when I looked this year, I had an invite, and I said, uh, oh, we're free, and so I just bought a plane ticket and came on out. Now, I've been a Casting Crowns fan for a good number of years, uh, enough to know that there was a drummer in Casting Crowns before you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to ask, because a lot of my show is geared towards the up-and-comers who are listening every week to learn from the guests, how can I do this, how yeah. can I do that, how is this person accomplishing what they're doing? How did you get the opportunity to become the drummer for Casting Crowns? Sure. It's much like every good opportunity. It was when I actually stopped trying, right? You know, um, I started, I started uh, serving... Uh, as a youth pastor, and that's really what everybody in the band does, is serves in the local church, reaching out to teenagers every week. And so um, I had met the band early on, just serving with a little worship band, bumped into them. Um, then I just kind of went on about following following whatever God had for me. So I got married, became a youth pastor, and when Andy, the, the original drummer of the band, when he left, they just called me. They just knew it wasn't my, necessarily my drumming abilities. It was they knew they could trust me and that we had a, like a similar heart, you yeah, know, a heartbeat yeah. together. And that's all it was. And that's how really everything, when I wasn't looking for it, it just kind of fell in my lap. Well, and uh, listeners, for those of you who are listening because you're casting Crowns fans, you're probably fans of contemporary Christian music in general. So go back and listen to some of the interviews I've done. Uh, Lindsay McCall has been a guest twice on this show. We love her. Uh, episode 11. And I chose her to be the guest on episode 100 because it was such a hugely important show for me. And she just had touched my heart so much. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Diaz was on episode 92. Uh -huh. um, and what I'm getting at is Ellie Holcomb. Um, she was was the uh, Dove Awards um, New Artist new of the Year in 2014, and when she was on my show, she told the story about how she was a teacher, and God just called her out of the classroom, and she thought, hey, wait a minute, this is scary, because this is my paycheck, this is where we get our benefits from, uh, but obviously, you know, you see what happens when you surrender, and just, you yeah. know, put all your faith and trust yeah. in God, and here you are. How many years now with Casting Crowns? Uh, it'll be eight years in, in April. Outstanding. Outstanding. My prayer has just always been yes. Just whatever you want me to do, God, I'll do it. I'm not going to fight you. And, and because you're working for him, and, and not for Marco, yeah. and not for the fans, and not for the paycheck, uh, I imagine that you are probably in a part of the business where it never gets old, it never gets, I'm, I'm just, excuse the Matthew West, I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. It's, you know, hey, we are here to serve him and to try to bring one more person That's closer right. to him tonight. That's right. You know, as a musician who goes on tour and plays the same set list every night, you can get bored from the music standpoint, right? But what we have to remind ourselves of is like, this is our thousandth time playing the song, but it's their first, and these songs are special. They're not just fun, they're not just good beats. These songs actually are touching people's life and pointing them to the truth. 
and that's what keeps it fresh every night. You just watch the crowd. You're not watching them have a party. You're watching God's word like literally infiltrate their hearts. You can see it on their face. Okay, and now I'm going to totally contradict what we just okay, said yeah. because on this tour, I, I just saw I just saw crowns a couple months ago. Y'all were down in Florida, uh, where I live. Uh, went yeah. down to Estero, yeah. and so you're doing something now where you're doing this small little acoustic thing, yeah. and that does have to kind of freshen things up for oh. you and make you go, okay, you know what? I'll admit it. This is kind of different. This Favorite is fun. Part this of the is night. neat. And, it's, and, it, and, and you're vulnerable too then. Oh yeah. You're out there in the middle of the crowd on a tiny stage and you know, I mean, musically you have to not hit the hit the drums too hard because they're going to hear the source of the drum because they're standing next to you before they hear the PA. So you're playing really uh, soft so wow. they hear the You know, you, yeah. you want to blend with the band around yeah. you. You want them to hear the acoustic and the snare drum at the same time. So it's it's a different dynamic for sure. We did it at Red Rocks. Oh, we were way wow. out in the crowd. Wow! And uh, the, the the delay on that one was the slapback was almost <laughs> like crippling. You about couldn't even make it work. You know, it was cool. But similarly, you know, when when you're on stage and and you haven't gone out front like that, uh, you know, you're you're not Neil Peart. You're not surrounded completely by yeah. drums all all around you. But at the same time, there is kind of that wall that's no longer there. That yeah. now you're going, hey, the fans are right there. Oh yeah. My biggest problem on stage is I don't. I never know what to do with my face, right? Because there's some heavy stuff going on in the songs. I'm like, oh, I'm smiling. Yeah, I, just look, yeah. I don't want to look too down. I just got. <laughs> and Mark is being goofy, and you're going, I know where he's going with this, so I feel like I should laugh. Sure. But at the same time, yeah. this is a serious moment. Yeah, it's it's a God thing. Um, you know, we we are so not. We don't feel like uh, we've got it together in any way. We we we. We hope that we're professional in how we play, but we really depend on God every night. It's not a... Mark will say a lot of the same things every night, but we never walk out there going like, let's just do the show and get out of here. You know, it's always like a... Ooh, okay, here it I, goes. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be shocked if you told me that you ever did, to yeah, be honest no. with you. No. Um, so I, bet, I just mentioned Neil Peart. Um, yeah. Drumming heroes, uh, and, and, and I guess for that matter, how do you find time because of the worship that you do in your own local church mm -hmm. back in Atlanta yeah. and because of obviously the demands of crowns? Mm -hmm. how, do you find time to, to admire other drummers, to follow what's going on in the oh, drumming community? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not blessed with the ability to do all the fast, crazy stuff. I like to watch it, you know? <laughs> so I do have my, my heroes, and they're usually guys who are pretty groove-based, you know, like Steve Gadd, uh, Stanton Moore, um, you know, Sean Pelton. Um, and then the rock drummers like like Dave Grohl and John Bonham, you know, all those guys. I, mean, I like to listen to everybody, and I, and I appreciate them. Um, and they're very, it's very inspiring, and I think you gotta, you gotta keep your ears open to everything, you know, I mean, obviously, I listen to a lot of Christian music, but um, when it comes to being influenced, I'm, I'm really open to anything. Now, something else that you told me before we started recording today, which I, I think is fascinating, you know, when you go to a Casting Crowns concert, um, especially, and, and it's gotten uh, heightened, as time has gone by, but you know, Mark will encourage people, um, and, and really even more so, uh, there's just um, multimedia that shows which hashtag to use and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mark will actually comment on a fan's picture or whatever the case is. And you yeah. said that uh, it's thanks to Instagram yeah. that you found who who you are now yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah. Instagram's an amazing platform, even for you guys out there who, who aren't in a band and you don't. I mean, if you if you'll get you a microphone and set it up in front of your drums and record one minute videos. You can build a following. You, you can use your gift to, to inspire, and people will watch your videos, and you can encourage them, and you can have dialogue back and forth. It's an amazing platform for anybody and everybody who's willing to put the work in. 
Go, go ahead and give a shout out to, to the company that... Yeah, um, I, I, uh, I found the company online. I've been playing CNC custom drums since the beginning, and they've been amazing. So I play their drum sets. Just recently started working with ANF Drum Co. out of Austin, Texas. A brand new company that's making some really cool uh, snare drums and drum kits. They're, they're brand new, but they look like they're 100 years old, which is my style, right? <laughs> so, Vintage. And yeah, and, but, they, but they play, uh, they're, they're crazy responsive. So yeah, ANF Drum Co. is, uh, I think, .com. You can check Check out ccdrumco.com, um, Promark Drumsticks, Minel Symbols. All just been incredible people who've really supported our ministry and been good to us. And so the, the, the full story, listeners, uh, Brian found them online, as he's saying. And, and so, you know, everyone's listening and you're thinking, oh, he's probably got people beating down his door, trying to give him all kinds of deals, endorsement deals, whatever it is. And in fact, you approached them first. Sure, yeah. I will, I, you know, with Rami, with A&F, um, I literally emailed him. I, I didn't. I don't. I don't feel comfortable asking for stuff. So I, I emailed him to say, "Congratulations on such a cool drum, right? Like these things are cool." And I just really wanted to tell him, like, I'm totally blown away by this idea. And, and then it turned into a relationship, you know. He's like, hey, give me a call, you know. And so I did, and, and that's the coolest way. With CNC Drum Co., uh, it was the same thing. God, the owner, Bill Cardwell, who's like one of my closest friends now, I feel like, uh, he emailed me out of the blue. He doesn't do that, but he felt like God laid it on his heart. His wife kept listening to the albums in the house. He emails me and said, I feel like God wants me to build you some drums. Wow. I didn't have a drum wow. endorsement. It was just God. I mean, God, you know, like I said, when you stop trying, God just usually does what he wants to do, you know? Um, I'll, I'll ask it. I don't know if, if, if I'm allowed to, but is, is there such a thing as a, as a favorite Casting Crown song of yours? Oh, you know what? The new album that we have out, it's called The Very Next Thing. Um, it's probably my favorite album. We got more, a little more out of the box with the production and the personnel and all that. So it's really fresh sounding for us. Um, so yeah, there's there's several songs even on that album that we're playing on the tour that are a blast. Um, one, the, our single, latest single is called One Step Away. A lot of fun to play. There's a song on there that we do out in the middle that you heard the, uh, it's called When the God Man Passes By. It's mm -hmm. got the choo-choo train kind, yep, of, yep. kind of beat. Uh, man, the, the record is full of great songs to play on drums and also just to listen to Mark's writing. He wrote a lot. Uh, you know, we went through cancer last year. Yeah, and so yeah. the song that's going to be uh, singling on the radio soon called uh, Oh My Soul is just incredible. He wrote it the day he found out he had cancer. And so it's going to touch a lot of lives for sure. Uh, what about the, um, you know, you're, you're talking about the, the work that, that God does that you, you just never see it coming. What about some of these younger people that, that he's calling to serve him that uh, you're getting the opportunity to go out and play with? When we yeah. saw you, uh, Hannah Kerr yeah. opened, and, and I know Mark has, has his own record label now, yep. um, so, so there's the connection there. But at the same time, you know, that's not happening because Mark is launching his own label. That's not mm -hmm. happening. It's happening because of God. And, and so you're getting yeah. to see, and, and I know that, I know you're still young, but you're getting to see some of these younger people being called into ministry and, and ply their trade, so to speak, yep. get the reps yep. out there on stage with Casting Crowns or, or before yeah. Casting Crowns. What I tell anybody, um, I work in the church. I've been at, the, at Rock Springs Church in Milner, Georgia for 12 years on the staff. And I tell anybody, you got to seek first God's kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. I mean, really, God's going to do what God wants to do, and you don't want anything that he's not wanting to do in your life. So you seek him first, and here we go. When you go into that, you begin you begin to become trustworthy. People want you around. It's not just about your abilities. It's about your heart, and do people want to have a relationship with you? And if people want a relationship with you, the thing, the doors that will open up because of your abilities then, 
it's, it's crazy to see what God do, but it, it doesn't start just because you're a good drummer. It starts because you're a good person, and Christ lives in your heart, and people see that in you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm not even going to try to say anything prophetic after that. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. That's a, that's a great way to end the show. But, Brian, thank you so much for, for the impromptu thank interview, you, for yeah. making the time for coming by, and, and thank you for the work that you're doing for him, for the kingdom. Yes, and uh, God bless you. Blessings to you guys. See you soon. My thank thanks to Brian Scoggin here on Now Hear This Entertainment. Be sure to check out castingcrowns.com and, of course, nhte.net. This is Bruce Warzniak. We'll see you next time on Now Hear This Entertainment. What if you could go back and relive one day of your life all over again and unmake the mistake that left you a million miles away from the you you once knew Now yesterday's shame keeps saying that you'll never get back on track But what if I told you You're one step away from surrender One step away from coming home Coming home One step from arms wide open His love has never let you Doesn't matter how far you've gone Mercy says you don't have to keep running down the road You're all Love's never met a lost cause Your shame will lay it down Leave your ghost in the past Cause you know that you can't go back But you can turn around You've never been more than One step away from surrender One step away from coming Come
up your new name Your best life up ahead now You're just one step away This is our special series of interviews done live on location, and you know about the various outlets where you can hear Now Hear This Entertainment, as well as the various social media platforms you can engage with the show through. But I've stepped back into Crystal Blue Sound Studios long enough to tell you about some of the other features around Now Hear This Entertainment. When you're looking for music from any of the guests who appear on Now Hear This Entertainment, or for that matter, anytime you're going to make any kind of purchase from Amazon, period, Be sure to go to www.nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help with a small return from Amazon to NHTE, which helps keep the show going so you can continue to hear great artist interviews and their original music each week. If you really love the show, wear it! There are NHTE t-shirts and hats available for purchase at nhte.net. It's a fun way to spread the word to others about this podcast. Those of you who are regular listeners to the show know all about the tip I always give out in the middle of each episode talking to up-and-coming performers. That's a segment called Bruce's Bonus, and as much as I'd like you to go back and listen to past episodes of NHTE to try to find all those bonuses, they have all been compiled for you in a concise ebook format, which you can purchase at www.brucesbonusbook.com. I also want to hear your thoughts on the show and chat online with you, as well as get the listeners talking to one another, which is why there is a special Facebook group for NHTE listeners. Look for the NHTE Facebook group icon at nhte.net, or just search on Facebook for the group. It's called NHTE Listeners. And we also now have a Patreon for the show. I sincerely appreciate your consideration of an ongoing monthly donation to help support continued production and related expenses of NHTE. There are different levels of giving listed, as well as some neat thank you gifts for doing so. Just go to nhte.net and look for the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com slash nhte. And of course, Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash nhte. One final note from here at the studio before we resume the live on-location interviews, and that is for you to check out Crystal Blue Sound Studios online. They are located near Tampa, Florida, but in this day and age of online file sharing and cloud storage can help you regardless of where you are. So be sure to visit www.cbpro.net, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. And now, back to our special NAM Show series. This is Now Here This Entertainment. We are here at the Tascam booth at the NAM show in Anaheim, California. I am Bruce Wozniak. Check us out online at www.nhte.net. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even TuneIn Radio. And of course, very much on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Been hearing some great music up here, some great guitar music from Keith Charlie. Keith, thanks for playing and thanks for coming on Now Hear This Entertainment. Thanks very much and thank you for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. I really liked what I was listening to. And I'm sitting there listening, and because I'm a, a jazz fan, I'm thinking, ooh, that sounds a little bit... No, wait a minute, I think I hear... So 
who am I hearing? I mean, it's obviously you, but uh, who who are your influences? How, this this music that you're playing? Yeah, well, so when I was you know younger, growing up in the '60s and '70s, it was you know rock and roll. Everybody led Zeppelin and all that, and I you know, I still love rock and roll, and I love all those people that uh, you know got me started playing guitar. But then at about 15, I heard uh, the guitarist Joe Pass, and I was just you know consumed. I just completely blew me away. And so I had to get into that. And I really like the idea of being able to play a song by yourself on the guitar. And so now I've kind of taken that love of playing solo jazz guitar and put it to songs that I like, you know, that helped me in my youth, like One A Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin, you know, that it launched so many guitar players. Uh, I, I was just playing uh, Crossroads by Eric Clapton. So these kinds of songs that were, you know, cool guitar songs. Yeah, you uh, you are said to incorporate styles and techniques from players like like him, uh, like Martin Taylor, but to create your own unique sound, which is always important. I think in music, I think so many people think, well, if I'm going to cover someone, I have to do it exactly the way they recorded it. And you're saying, no, these are my own interpretations. I can I can put my own sound to these. Uh, absolutely, that's that's the way it is for me. I, you know, a lot of people, uh, or when you're younger, you're in groups, and kids are always going, oh, it's got to sound like this. You got to put that thing there. You know, it's like you just have to have the feel of the song you don't have to have all the parts you don't have to have all the exact sounds and similarly at the same time you know to someone for someone to say they're playing jazz guitar but then for you to incorporate uh songs from bands like led zeppelin cream crosby stills nash and young you know i think people scratch their head and say well wait a minute it can't be both you're you're a jazz guitarist but you're playing their music yeah it's kind of an enigma uh but yeah i i think uh I would almost label myself fingerstyle solo guitarist uh, because it really didn't come together to me for me until I started studying with uh, Martin Taylor, who's a you know great great solo guitarist, and learning how to use my fingers and just getting rid of the pick so that I could be able to do the bass lines, the melodies, the parts, you know, in unison. And might I add that this is a beautiful guitar that you're Thank playing. You. I was admiring it as I watched you. Well, what what are you playing? So this is a Godin Fifth Avenue. It's a it's a not a very expensive guitar. But I've, you know, a little modification. I just take a pick guard off because I don't like the rattling and I don't use a pick. And then last time I was in the studio, one of the engineers heard my uh, my thumbnail because I, you know, uh, thickened my nails uh, with stuff and it would hit the pickup. So he put some little black tape on there for me. So now I don't have that problem Okay, anymore. okay. So it so it looks like it has taken a beating, but, but how old is the guitar or how old isn't it? Uh, yeah, so it's only about 10 years old. So do you, are you loyal to, is that your one and only guitar, or are there five others at home that it just depends on what day of the week it is? No, there, there are ten others at home, but this is my guitar. <laughs> I, and I actually, I named this, this is, I named this guitar Lorraine, and it's named Lorraine after my, my dear departed mother, who was, uh, you know, an influence to me as I was... So, Learning yeah. to play. so there might be ten other guitars at home, but there's only one mom. This is the, yeah, there's only one mom exactly. <laughs> so this, this is the one I love. I just love this guitar. Well, while we're talking about gear, um, we're here at the Tascam booth. So um, I know that that you were a Tascam user. Yeah, I, it it all came together for me at home. You know, because I I actually also work for Sony uh, in the PlayStation arena, working in video game music and audio. And I would go in the studio, and that was nice, but you know, it's a, it's a drive away, and I gotta get people. And I, I, so I needed some type of good preamp at home, and I got the UH-700, and man, what a difference. I mean, you know, I don't have to do a lot. I have a direct line, and I have a mic, 
And so that thing gives me everything I need. And um, I think if you go to my YouTube page and hear some of the recordings I did with it before the show, it's it's really just been fantastic. And it saves a lot of miles on the car. And it saves <laughs> a lot of miles on the guitar and a lot of miles on paying for other people. So now you are preparing for the, le- uh, the release of a new solo CD that will be called Spark. Um, tell the listeners what, what that uh, CD is going to be comprised of. Yeah, so that's going to be this eclectic mix of kind of the jazz that I liked when I was uh, uh, younger. Uh, Joe Pass, uh, Nancy Wilson, a great jazz singer, but still bring in some of those songs that I played from, uh, you know, the one a whole lot of loves, the, you know, the, those kinds of guitar songs that really inspired me. And I also uh, hear it's been so great at the Tascam booth. Uh, to meet Jim Stern, who uh, was here showing about the one-bit recording he's doing. Just some fantastic sounding stuff, and we've already collaborated, so I hope to go to Arizona and record in some very nice sanctuaries with all his stuff that he's doing. If if people here haven't heard what he's done, you really got to check out what's going on there. Wow, Wow. and speaking of going to Arizona, uh, you're going to tour to, to support the release of Spark? I, yeah, I'm working on a little tour. This is all a bit new for me, so but yeah, we're working on getting something together, uh, you know, to kind of try to support the sales. It, it, it will be around the, you know, the West Coast, 48 states area. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, maybe uh, for those that are listening, um, timetables. Do you know details in terms of how many songs will be on Spark? When will it come out? And then again, when will you tour? And, and where will you go to? Yeah, it's uh, 10 songs on the CD. Uh, I hope to have it finished within the next two or three months uh, because, you know, this, this unfortunately is not my full-time gig yet. Uh, hopefully someday, you know, there's there's other stuff to do. But, yeah, I, I hope to finish it in about a couple of months and then, you know, uh, hit out uh, playing, you know, soon after that, so maybe by April time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you say out west, so will you will you primarily play just the west coast only? I'm looking at just, you know, nearby places right now. California is where I'm from. So California, Oregon, uh, Washington area. But I would, you know, like to move my way uh, across and, and, you know, do as much as I can. I am Bruce Wozniak. I'm here at the Tascam booth at the NAM show in Anaheim, California, talking to Keith Charlie. Check him out online at www.guitaristkeithcharlie.com. As he mentioned, he is on Facebook. Uh, YouTube as well. You can see some videos there. And is it true, Charlie, that you're doing a Patreon? Yes, I did start a Patreon account. I, ma- I made it really simple. I said, uh, if you, if you want to support me, it's a dollar a month. And you know, I kind of look at it as like a paid Facebook. You know, for the extra dollar a month, I'll, you'll get extra feeds about guitar playing tips. You'll get uh, you know videos of things I'm doing. And I'm also very interested because I have 20 years in interactive sound and music for video games and trying to incorporate some of that stuff. You know, there's a lot of looping technology and things, but we do a lot of really interesting stuff that I would like to bring to solo performance, uh, you know, with synchronization and processing and things like that. Yeah, I was going to mention, and you touched on it before, that um, you do work in your full-time job for this small little startup that no one's ever heard of called Sony Computer Entertainment America. Sony Sony PlayStation, (laughs) yes. Uh, Audio Systems Manager at Sony. Um, But but specifically, the the, the work that you're doing there, you were were starting to touch on it. Just elaborate more for the listeners, because I I think people hear Sony and they just just think of the obvious stuff. And, And even though people know Sony PlayStation, you're, you're really drilling down with the work that you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I manage an engineering group, and we write the technologies for uh, the interaction of the sounds 
you know, the scripting of the sounds, uh, the synchronization and interactivity of the music. Uh, you know, some of I, I've been able to work to, with you know just wonderful musicians there. We've won series of BAFTA awards for uh, different uh, video games because the BAFTA is the one place now that has actually brought in a category for interactive music and games. And so, yeah, but my, what my team does is do all like the low-level code, making the pretty tools, like the things you see here, but they're specific for video games. They're you know, not really retail tools. They're, they're specific for integrating and working with closely with teams like Naughty Dog is one of our favorite teams we love to work with, and those guys do just such a fantastic job. And they'll be doing you know, real-time 15-20 convolution reverbs. They're supporting our new headset uh, with uh, ambisonic mix that you can put on now so you can get this full ambisonic's uh, 3D experience uh, from the game. So how much of a transfer is there of what you do in that job into the music that you do personally? Well, so right now my, my music is just all about my guitar playing, but, but what I do with the music teams um, you know, in the things that they do to build pieces up and uh, bring parts together. In the old days, it used to be, you know, you're playing a video game and you're in the room and the music's dun 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 and you kill everybody and it's like quiet. And then you walk through the next door and all of a sudden dun 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 and you came back through, it's all uh, quiet. It's much more sophisticated now in the way that if you look at a game like well, Uncharted that just came out, where they did this incredible stuff to be able to slowly bring you know, stuff together, but if, if the guy isn't going to go off and fight, we can bring it down. So it's more like a, a movie. Because in, in a movie, it's time T, this is going to happen. In a video game, when's the player going to do this? So you, you're really building in a, an wow. engineer, a, a studio, a whole thing inside the game that the designers are giving data to to instruct it how to work. Wow. Uh, you said in the old days. I, I wonder, talking about your guitar playing again, did you play from a very young age, and, and then if so, did you get to a point in your life where you had to put the guitar away for quite some time, or has it, I've been playing for years nonstop? No, it's, I haven't ever put it away as far as practice, but yeah, I was, you know, a full-time musician. I met my wife, she was a cocktail waitress and uh, at a gig, and we've been married for almost 35 years now, I think. And... Um, I hope she doesn't hear me say that, I think. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so, but during that time, I was able to make transition actually through a, a friend of mine here at Tascam, Eric Larson, who uh, worked at a place called uh, Creative Labs. And that's where I started because I just, being in music at the time and in the music business, MIDI was coming out. So I got very into computers. And at that time, there weren't really college courses you can take. You had to read books, you had to meet people, you had to learn all these skills on your own. And so that was my secondary love. And then that kind of took over with wife and kids and whatnot. And then playing on the side. And now at 55, I'm trying to trying to bring it back around. <laughs> so what else uh, What else for, for you here at the NAMM show, besides besides being here at the Tascam booth? What, what else are you looking at, uh, looking to accomplish? What, what have you been doing at, at the NAMM show since we're at the tail end of the third day? Well, since I don't really go out to music stores too much anymore and everything's online, I've been spending a lot of time looking at all the different uh, your guitar manufacturers, of course, going to Godin. I see what they're doing. And, the, of course, Gibson and Gibson Heritage. I was over there. It was the Heritage booth. Uh, I met Mimi Fox, another great player from the Bay Area that I love, uh, was playing over there. And, oh, my God, what, what gorgeous guitars. So, you know, I, I, I like this one very much. I play it. But, you know, I hope to move up, you know, into some other things here. 
If there's a, a Friday night, a Saturday night when you're going to go out and you want to listen to the style of music that you play, uh, who would you go see? Uh, and I'm going to say maybe a, a national headline type act that, that the listeners would have heard of because you might say, oh, there's some local person in town. But uh, because, I mean, myself, you know, when I started off, I was saying, you know, that I was listening to you play and, I, and I'm thinking of, you know, the George Bensons and the Earl Klugs, people like that. Anyone like that that, that you'd love to go and see and perform or, or is that no, I, inaccurate? For, oh, no, for me, uh, well, Martin Taylor, who is, uh, you know, Martin Taylor played with Stefan Grappelli for years. He's, he's, he's one of the guys in that era that he's young enough that he's still around, but he played with Joe Pass, Herb Ellis, uh, Charlie Burge, you know, all these types of people. And he's just an incredible player. And another person he plays with a lot that I like to try to incorporate is uh, Tommy Emmanuel, who is just an you know, off-the-wall player but he's also self-describes himself as a guitar entertainer, so he's a lot of fun yeah. to watch, and he does fun songs. So he's like not that. just playing serious jazz. I like that. Playing boogie woogie stuff, and and he's been around for years. He's just a fantastic player. You uh, you jokingly referred to yourself. Uh, as trying to connect to this new world of technology. We used to have a thing called a flyer we nailed to a post. Um, I get it, but at the same time, you know, how much of how much of a change has that been for you to say, okay, well, if I'm going to put this CD out, I guess I have to be on Facebook, I guess I have to be on YouTube, and you said you even started a Patreon. Is, is this all a little overwhelming to you? You know, it is. It's only a few things that I have done and you know it's kind of on my own but I can definitely see where you know major artists need people to run all this media it's just it's just astounding but it is also astounding I ran like a little ad campaign to kind of get my page in different areas and some of the countries like um, uh, Thailand Indonesia you know they're really into that stuff and you, all of a sudden you start getting these people that you've never heard of and oh that's cool that's cool I like that you know so I mean that's nothing that could ever have happened, you know, in my day when I was starting. Yeah, so. nobody in Thailand would have seen that flyer that yeah. you nailed to the post of California. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but it, at the same time, it, it, it's a reality check, too, because you, you probably do get excited and you go, wow, look at this, people in Thailand care about my music, and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you, I could see myself playing there, and, and then you have to say, wait a minute, you know, this is not my full-time job. Um, th that has to be a, a, a little bit of a, a mental tennis match, because on the one hand, you go, you know what, I'd love to go there and do it, at the same time, you say, like, I don't want to discourage myself, but this isn't my full-time gig right now. Yeah, well, I, I do get time off, and so, you know, my, my hope is to just to start to use my time off, maybe some sabbaticaling if I need to, to, uh, to try to do some of that stuff. So, it's, a, it's all new to me, and it's, yeah, it's, being a, a, an older guy that started so much younger, it's just, uh, you know, so much to try to figure out and experiment with, so... Uh, having a lot of fun doing it and it's just uh, but it is overwhelming with the computer and all this stuff that you can do <laughs> well I can see how much fun you're, you're having with it because you've had a smile on your face this, this whole time that we've been talking and, and like I said for, for what it's worth coming from me I sure as heck enjoyed listening to you and uh, and, and thank you for playing for us and, and thanks for making the time for, for now here at this entertainment well, oh, well thank you very much I sure appreciate it yeah my pleasure listeners that will do it uh, from here at the Tascam booth at the NAMM show. Again, check out Keith online. It's www.guitaristkeithcharlie.com. 
He is on Facebook and YouTube. And go ahead and contribute to his Patreon as well. I am Bruce Wozniak. Now here, this entertainment is at www.nhte.net. Subscribe to us, please, and tell a friend. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even on TuneIn Radio. And, of course, now here, this is on social media as well, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. My thanks to Tascam, to Keith Charlie, and to Brian Scoggin. We are here at the NAM show in Anaheim, California. We'll see you next time on Now Hear This Entertainment.